Welcome to episode 27 of the Princeton Podcast with Mayor Mark Frieda. In this episode, Mark sat down with Jeanette Timmons, a board member of Cornerstone Community Kitchen, a Princeton-based nonprofit organization that provides nourishing meals free of charge in a welcoming setting that affirms the dignity of all those who gather. Jeanette also discussed other Cornerstone community programs, including their free clothing store and expanding healthcare services. Cornerstone Community Kitchen is an all-volunteer organization and collaborates with 26 generous community partners. So without any further introduction, let's join our host, Mark Frieda, and his guest, Jeanette Timmons, for episode 27 of the Princeton Podcast. Jeanette, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So Jeanette, could you tell us what is the mission of Cornerstone Community Kitchen? So our mission is to, first of all, affirm the dignity of everyone who gathers at our community meal. And then uh, we share a free, nutritious meal in a hospitable and safe setting every week. It is welcome and open to anybody who wants to come. It's not need-based financially. Um, Anybody from Princeton or outside of Princeton is welcome to come and share our meal community style. Our other mission is to collaborate with other Princeton agencies to address the root causes of poverty and to always be alert for other opportunities that would benefit the less fortunate in the Princeton area. That's great. So, um, important detail, where is this actually located? We are located um, in the dining room of the Princeton United Methodist Church at 7 Van Deventer Avenue, which is the corner of Van Deventer and Nassau Street, right across from the Garden Movie Theater. There you go. Um, So, when was Cornerstone Community Kitchen uh, actually started? So, it was started in June 2012 uh, by Larry Apperson. He was our founding Uh, leader, and uh, we are a satellite branch of TASC, Trenton Area Soup Kitchen, and it started with uh, just three tables set upstairs, and uh, they were worried that people weren't going to come, and uh, 10 years later, we serve 80 to 100 people every Wednesday night. Wow. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. 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 So is there a board that runs this organization or how how is it managed? There is a board. It's an all-volunteer board and it's um, a working board. So uh, everybody uh, volunteers uh, at least once a month, but some others volunteer on a weekly or daily basis Mm. um, to make Cornerstone operate. So we uh, have a chair and then a president and then board members. And so I'm a board member. Right, right. An active board member. A very active board member. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So who are the community partners that help make uh, Cornerstone Community Kitchen a a success? You know, so so we are always um, getting new community partners. And so I've been kind of mulling this over and like, who are our partners? And I've come up with a list of 26 community partners that are nonprofits in town, government and municipal agencies, and also private businesses in town. And um, so first and foremost is Princeton United Methodist Church, who um, very generously gives us a lot of space 
uh, in Trenton Area Soup Kitchen who provides the main course of our meal. And then we have many other uh, local gardens, uh, local businesses that donate fresh produce, um, non-perishables, uh, fresh food to distribute at the meal for people to take home. Um, people who donate to our um, um, clothing store, Bomba Socks, for instance. Um, the police department uh, donates to our coat drive every year. We have Lucy's Kitchen and Market. We have um, Wawa, Bomba Socks, uh, Princeton University, the YWCA, uh, Bentley Community Services, Share My Meals, Jewish Family and Children Services, Cherry Grove Organic Farm, Lily Pies, Sustainable Princeton, Littlebrook Elementary School, mm. Jewish Center of Princeton, Princeton Mobile Food Pantry, the Princeton Public Library, Housing Initiatives of Princeton, uh, Cafe Delicioso, uh, the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Princeton, Princeton Elks Club, College of New Jersey, uh, Share My Meals. I think I've meant uh, Princeton Human Services, of course. Um, and I think I've covered that them all. Well, it's a pretty wide net. It is. I hope I haven't left anybody out. I apologize if I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, what are the different programs that are that are offered? So, we have a wide variety of programs. Um, when we started back in 2012, it was just a free community meal in person. And that has just expanded and grown organically as um, the need has arisen. So in addition now to our community meal that people eat in the dining room, restaurant style, served at tables with tablecloths and, and centerpieces, and they serve their meal by volunteers. So mm -hmm. they feel like they're in a restaurant with china and silverware and a pianist who's playing music. Um, that's our free community meal. And then weekly, there's also opportunities to shop in our free grocery store and our free clothing store every single week. We also have a free monthly visiting nurse service that does um, free blood pressure screenings and then um, special programs each month. So in October, it might be a uh, breast cancer or breast health program. Um, and then they do other, you know, throughout, throughout the year, they come up with their own special programs. Uh, we also have a visiting hair salon once a month that somebody provides free of charge, wow. a, a hairdresser. Uh, and we have a teacher who provides free ESL classes, um, that she has been doing through, you know, on Zoom throughout the pandemic. We had in-person classes, and now it's mostly Zoom, and um, it keeps her busy. She's a tireless, uh, dedicated volunteer in that regard. So we also have um, our Princeton Period Project, which um, collects feminine hygiene product that we then um, distribute. So that's about, oh, and I forgot, our coat distribution program that the police department partners with us, um, our free backpack distribution program at the beginning of every school year. This year, I distributed more than 75 
brand new backpacks filled with brand new school supplies uh, to members of our community. And then I do a holiday gift program that I partner with Princeton Human Services and um, I cover anybody who falls outside the Princeton Human Services guidelines of the gift program. I make sure that everybody who comes to our yeah. program gets a meal. I mean, excuse me, sorry, gets a <laughs> holiday gift, right, right. regardless of uh, age or geographical location. So that's for children and for all our adults. Right. Quite a lot. I mean, it's amazing sitting here listening to all this. That's incredible. It is a lot. It is a lot. And it just develops. You know, people say, hey, do you do this? And it's, well, we do now. Right. Can you do this? All right. Well, let's make this happen. Yeah. You know. So so I know for clothing, I've dropped off clothing. Yes. So, but maybe you could explain to people where and when they could drop off. People can drop off clothing um, at the church. There is a donation room um, any Monday through Friday during business hours, and there are donation guidelines posted um, at our donation room. They're also posted on our website, and we take all gently used clothing for men, women, children, uh, shoes, uh, gently used underwear, because there is a need, believe it or not. Um, We take small housewares, anything that one person can carry. So could be dishes, cookware, lamps, small rugs, um, any kind of, you know, anything that one person can carry. Uh, toiletries, we, we accept, new, please, uh, either full <laughs> size or even travel size. Um, what else do we accept? Um, school supplies, obviously. Um, um, and we, we've lately been asked for toilet paper, laundry detergent, diapers. Um, so it can be used, gently used clothing from your home or any of those items. And that's all listed on our website. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too, is that what I've seen with some charities that have been around for a while that take clothing not all of them actually give clothing to people they take clothing and they're selling it or they're doing whatever so this right is- yeah some some organizations um do pass them on and they get repurposed into um parts for cars yeah. you know and things like that our clothing is going to people in our community right um and this store is open to anybody who wants to come in and shop so, no questions asked. Yeah, no, I wanted to stress that because I think it's important if people have clothing to donate. I personally feel I yeah. want it to go to a place that I know the clothing is being given to somebody. Right. So that's, right. that's to, to me. Yeah, it is, it's going to the people who come for our meal. Yeah. And if people cannot make it to our meal, which is served every Wednesday, 5 to 6.30, people can contact me um, and I'll open the store by appointment so that, you know, if people are truly in need for clothing, they can get it. Yeah. I know you, you mentioned that you also have a food store. So can people donate food or do you, how do you get food? Yes, people can donate food. Um, we do have um, our community partners. So um, that's Bentley Community Services, um, Share My Meals, Jewish Family and Children's Services, Rolling Harvest, Cherry Grove Organic Farm, Lucy's Kitchen and Market, Lily Pies, Little Brook Elementary, uh, Wawa, 
And, and those community partners donate fresh produce, um, food to go. So Wawa donates those um, sandwiches, mm-hmm. you know, that come in the little oh, yeah. container. Yeah. Um, we get yogurt, we get um, eggs, we get, we get a, a wide variety. Um, and people can also donate, you know, just private citizens if they want to donate um, non-perishable goods. Um, we have those as well. Right. Okay. Um, uh, let me see here. So if I want to volunteer, Jeanette, how, mm-hmm. how, do I, how do I do that? What do I do to say, hey, I want to be part of this? Okay. Well, if you want to volunteer, you can um, go visit our website, which is princetoncornerstone.org. And at the top of the homepage, there's a volunteer tab. Just click on the volunteer tab and you'll see um, where you can sign up to volunteer. There are um, all sorts of tasks that you can do every Wednesday from set up to serving the meal to clean up and also helping in the free clothing store. So there are lots of volunteer opportunities there. Uh, and people can just contact me <laughs> as well and we say, come on down. Good, good. Um, so uh, um Sure, Cornerstone Community Kitchen is a 501c3. Or- it is a 501c3 charity organization, and um, we are an all-volunteer organization, so any money that is donated to us goes directly to our program. There's no salaries involved. That's great. So all the money goes to the program, and the donations are tax-deductible. Absolutely. Always a, always a good point. Yes. Um, Okay, so uh, you know, I think I asked this question another way, but I'll ask it again. So, sure. if I want to get involved, I can volunteer with you. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that people can do to help you other than like physically showing up? Or yeah, besides physically showing up, um, you can donate clothing, you can donate toiletries, you can donate any of the household cleaning supplies that I've you know and and things like that. Um, you can make a cash donation. Um, you can, um, do a drive if you'd like. We've Mm. had, um, Girl Scout troops. We've had religious organizations. We've had lots of, um, groups come to us and say, Hey, what can we do? And so, you know, people have baked home goods and brought them in for distribution. Um, we had one young lady from Princeton high school who would bring us these beautiful baked desserts every week that we would distribute. Um, we distribute breakfast bags to children. So that comes with, I think, a packet of oatmeal, a granola bar, a piece of fresh fruit, and a juice box. And um, usually it comes in a brown paper lunch bag that people decorate and just write inspirational messages on. Yeah. So that's another way to get involved um, many, many ways. So if, if you're not available on a Wednesday from 5 to 6.30, there are plenty of other ways that you can help. You can come and help us sort the clothing and prepare the clothing store every week as well. That's great. So I know you already mentioned the, uh, the URL for the website. Mm-hmm. So is there other social media that we can follow what you guys are doing on, or does it mainly go to the website? Or It is mainly the website. That's one of our future projects okay. <laughs> coming on the horizon is to expand our social media platform a little bit more. But I, we do have a Facebook page. Okay. Okay. So Facebook and the website. Good, right. good to know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Jeanette, let me just go on a tangent and ask a little bit about you. Do you live here in Princeton? I do live in Princeton. Um, my husband, Mike, and I moved here with our two sons in 2009. So our kids have uh, gone through the public school system and they're now uh, in college and, and law school and we're enjoying life as empty nesters. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Um, so let me ask you a question. If I'm taking part in your services, is there, mm -hmm. a, is there a fee for anything? Am I getting everything for free or how's Everything is completely free. And it you do not have to show proof of need. You don't have to qualify for any kind of government assistance. We don't ask any questions of anybody about residency, about legal status, about anything. It's no questions asked. We have people that come from outside of Princeton, Lawrenceville, Montgomery. Um, people take the bus from Trenton and Ewing, North Brunswick, South Brunswick. Yeah. Um, so our reputation is growing uh, by word of mouth. People tell their friends and um, everybody is welcome. Yeah. Which is which is a great thing and completely free. Yeah, so people don't have to. People can just show up. They basically don't have. I, if I want nope. to take part of any of your services, I don't need to sign up or go through anything. There's just, no reservation required. Um, everybody gets in. Uh, we do our best to make sure that everybody gets a sit-down meal and everybody has an opportunity to shop in our free grocery store and free clothing store every week. Yeah. Um, okay. So one thing I always like to stress during these things is, can you just give us the website again? I always like to mention it yes. a couple times during yes. our podcast. The website is princetoncornerstone.org. Okay. And then on the, on that website, uh, I imagine there's a donate or give now or something type yes. of button or. Yes, there is, uh, right near the volunteer tab, there is a <laughs> donate tab and, um, at on the donate tab, there is uh, there is a line for Cornerstone Community Kitchen, and you can donate through there. Or at the very bottom of the donation page, um, there's an other category. So if you'd like to earmark your donation to Cornerstone Community Kitchen for something in particular, mm -hmm. such as the holiday gift program, or the back to school backpack drive, or the Princeton Period Project, or the clothing store. Um, you can say in other CCK or Cornerstone clothing store, Cornerstone holiday gift drive as right. well. So we can go to our general program or to a specific program. Okay. So that's great. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's interesting to me how um, you <coughs> mentioned like with the co-drive, you team up with the police department. Because mm -hmm. I know I've seen like their boxes here in the municipal hall that they right. have. And I guess mm -hmm. they have other places they collect uh, also. Right. Um, but also, you know, that all the different uh, agencies and groups and other nonprofits in town that you mentioned to have these kind of partnerships, uh, you know, how do you, so what, you guys just go out and tackle these people or how do you, <laughs> how do you get all these? Um, well, just by asking yeah. a lot of the time, by asking people um, through, uh, my involvement in other organizations, I, I cross-pollinate and volunteer at some of these other organizations as well. Yeah. And so when I'm at Cornerstone Community Kitchen, I'm chatting up 
my other volunteer projects, when yeah. I'm at my other volunteer <laughs> projects, I'm chatting up Cornerstone Community Kitchen. What I really get out of this is volunteering at the grassroots level. Um, Princeton is just full of people who want to help, who have social justice in mind, um, who realize that there is a group in need in town. And um, it's great to build relationships with a huge cross-section of Princeton that I would not normally know if I didn't do this volunteer work. Right, right. So the volunteer work is good, not only that you're actually helping a specific need, right? but all the other side benefits of, you know, I'm learning more about the community, I'm meeting more people in the community and yeah, I'm, I'm just building ties in the community that I would not have. Um, I've met so many people at Princeton United Methodist Church that I would not have met before. Right. Um, so CCK is a non-denominational program, even though we are based in a church. But I came to them um, in, in 2012, shortly after they opened, because my son had to do a, what we call a chesed project for his bar mitzvah. It's a volunteer project. And they opened in June 2012, and we came along in August 2012. And uh, we found this, and I said, hey, do you want to try this? And we did. And uh, we all loved it. My, my younger son loved it. I loved it. In fact, so much that I stayed on. But then my older son has volunteered a task at Cornerstone Community Kitchen. My husband, my mother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, be, you know, because of the ties to the community. So I've met this whole wonderful group of people from the Methodist Church, um, People from the Jewish Center I brought over. Um, so we, we've created a, a, a lovely working relationship with the Jewish Center. The police department comes and um, serves. They used, when we were before pandemic, they would serve, I think, once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and just all these other nonprofits. Plus our dinner guests right. that um, I see all over town. And maybe I would not have known who they were before, but now I see them and... I say, hey, how's it going? And they say, you know, um, it is, we are a, like a, a family. Our volunteers tend to be regulars. Our dinner guests tend to be regulars. And you know, people sit at the same table week after week. And if someone's missing, you know, people uh, say, hey, where's, where's, you know, where's so-and-so? I haven't to, oh, he's on vacation or, he, oh, she's sick or, the, you know, and, it has forged really strong bonds across a population in, in town that maybe we wouldn't have these relationships without Cornerstone. Right. Our middle name is community. Right, right. And, and that to me is really the touchstone of our group. That's what sets us apart from other food distribution agencies in town is our in-person community meal. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned other, <clears throat> some of the other groups in town that help mm-hmm. with food insecurity. Mm-hmm. So it shows that there's coordination between the different groups. There is. There is a huge um, coordination effort. Um, Ro Jones from Princeton Human Services um, leads a food insecurity task force. Yeah. And um, CCK attends a monthly uh, food insecurity task force meeting. And 
it's it's just it, it, there's about I would say about twenty five uh, groups on Zoom, and we we go around and talk about what each agency is doing, and um, and then it's to me kind of like a swap meet of mm-hmm. this is what we have. You know, I have an extra this. Does anyone need? And it's, oh yeah, we need that. Yeah. And um, it enables us to help each other. Yeah. And I think it also, it's important to stress that no matter which group you help mm-hmm. that deals with food insecurity, the fact that all the groups talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So you're actually, the groups are actually saying, okay, you're doing this. We're doing this. So it's not like everybody's giving everybody food at the exact same time. So it's kind of spread out. It's more helpful to the. We try. Yes. Right, try, um, yes. We do have one day of the week that seems to be um, more popular. Yes. Yeah. Um, than others, but yes, but but there is there will be a website soon um, where both uh, people looking to get food and people looking to distribute food can go on and see what is offered each day of the week where. Yeah, which is great. That yeah. would be a tremendous tool yes, for everybody. It to will use. be. Yeah, yeah, and that's very soon coming. Very soon. Yeah, and one thing I think we need to stress is that whether you're in Princeton or any of the communities nearby, and there's a lot of you know, pretty good, I mean, communities for the most part that people think are mostly wealthy and well-off people. But there's there's a real need. There's an acute need for this this type of help in, all, in our community and in the nearby communities. There is. There is. And it's growing. Yeah. The, the need is growing. Um, like I said, we're, we're getting asked for items that we weren't asked for before. Um, so, and that's how we've grown organically. So, yeah, we, we are a privileged community, but there is a population that needs it. Yeah. But well, let me just mention, though, Mark, a lot of our dinner guests aren't coming uh, because they're food insecure. Some are coming for the community atmosphere. Yeah. We get seniors that um, it's, it's a night out for them to come and sit with other people and Social eat. Social event. Socialization. We, get, we have a group of um, men single men that come together and they talk politics and, mm. and trivia and sports. Um, we have families where dad is out working and mom comes with the kids and grandma and, and they don't have to eat at home, yeah. right? They can, can have their meal there and then they get food to bring home for dad when he comes home from work. Yeah. We, get, we have a group of adults with cognitive disabilities that comes we get university students who um, are uh, practicing ESL skills. So we people come for a wide variety of reasons. It's not just food insecurity. Right. That, is a, that is a part of it. Yep. But people are coming for the community, for the socialization, um, for, for, the, for the atmosphere of being, you know, it, it's very um, fun. Yeah. And... and celebratory and, and festive. It's not like a mm, soup kitchen trudging right. along kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's great that it hits so many, so many different needs for so many different people. So Jeanette, just looking you know, forward, you know, what's on the horizon for Cornerstone Community Kitchen? Anything else coming up that you want to tell us about? Or? Well, coming up, um, we will be reopening our hair salon shortly. Um, we, I will mention, we reopened for in-person dining only in September 
um, during the pandemic, we were closed. We did takeout meals uh, and we did have the clothing store. Uh, we hauled out tubs of clothing <laughs> um, <laughs> to the entrance to the church. Uh, and so we've reopened for in-person dining and in-person shopping. So we, we are looking just to expand our ties with the other agencies in town. How can we work together cohesively um, to meet the needs of our people? We're looking to improve our uh, media presence. Um, that's it. Yeah. I mean, we, we celebrated 10 years. Yeah. And uh, we're going to keep on going strong. There you go. Great accomplishments. So anyway, Cornerstone Community Kitchen, a great, another one of the many great worthwhile nonprofits here in Princeton that people can choose to support. Uh, so Jeanette, thank you very much for joining us and explaining to us what's going on. Again, thank you for having me, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Great. Thank you for joining us for the 27th episode of the Princeton Podcast, produced by the podcast production team at HG Media, providing audio and video production services here in Princeton since 1999. If you enjoyed this episode of the Princeton Podcast, please share it with your friends. Visit our website at princetonpodcast.com. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.